Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of the All Sports Talk podcast. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. As always, it is a pleasure to be talking to you tonight. It is always a pleasure to be bringing you amazing content, amazing time. But what's more amazing is you guys, the supporters. I can't thank you guys every single time. I can't thank each and every single one of you that has made this show possible. I want to thank each and every single one of you that just makes the show running. I enjoy bringing you this content, and I'm just so happy that you guys keep listening to the content. So thank you guys so much for everything that you guys do, for being a big supporter. And as I always say, I know there's only 24 hours in a day, but for you guys to give me about 30 minutes of your time, it means the world to me, and it shows, and I can't thank each and every single one of you enough. So... Without further ado, let's get this show started with some NBA playoffs. So yesterday, we had the Bucks taking on the Nets. The Nets taking a three-game to two-lead series over Milwaukee. And Giannis was a story. I get it. He, him missing the free throws, him not wanting a guard KD, whatever the case may be. But the real story was the amazing uh, one of the probably one of the greatest playoff performances of all time, uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, this guy, you know, there's a lot of storylines you can do. Milwaukee blew a 17 point lead. Giannis missed the free throws. James Harden was back, but he was very ineffective and did not look ready. Kevin Durant possibly put up one of the greatest playoff, and we're talking all time 49 points. 17 rebounds, 10 assists, triple-double. This this has to be one of the craziest playoff performances ever. There was nothing Milwaukee could have done that night or yesterday. Nothing. There's nothing that they could have done. They were just too good. Kevin Durant was just on on his great night. He was just on a great game. And even if Milwaukee played their best if that was their best there was nothing they could have done even better there was nothing they were going to do Kevin Durant was just unstoppable yesterday he really was I don't know what's going to happen with Milwaukee coming up but I expect a coaching change I really do I do not think the players are buying in anymore to the head coach of Milwaukee I don't think they are I don't know what the deal is with uh, Giannis and his free throws, but uh, you think for a two-time MVP, you know, I think one of the criteria is like would be, hey, you need to be great in all aspects of the game. And apparently, free throws is not his thing. Um, I think this is gonna hearsay the voters, whoever does vote for MVP, saying, hey, maybe you guys don't know basketball as much as you did because. Doesn't an MVP has to be the most valuable player on the team and it has to be good in all aspects of basketball? So, yeah. And look, the Nets are just amazing. The Nets just, maybe it was home field advantage that kind of got them over the hump. But that's not the Nets' problem. They earned that right. They earned that spot. Milwaukee blew a 17-point lead. 
And that was without James Harden and Kyrie Irving at full strength. James Harden only had like five points. So it wasn't even a big factor in yesterday's game. The way I see it, with Milwaukee blowing this lead, what hope do they got? Even if they go to a Game 7, let's say they go back to Milwaukee, they win Game 6. Oh, that's all great and dandy. Kevin Durant has proven that he can beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, that's it. I mean, that that's about it. So, I mean, James Harden doesn't have to score. He just has to pass. James Harden can play the point guard for right now because with Kyrie out, he can still play point guard. If he's not going to be effective... Scoring, he's going to be an effective passer and playmaker. So, the Bucks just don't have enough. And that's with Giannis. That's with Chris Middleton. That's with Drew Holiday. And Milwaukee still doesn't have enough. That should be enough to compete with the Nets. That should be enough to hold a 17 point lead. And they can't do it. So this just shows that Milwaukee's still not there yet. And I don't know if Milwaukee will ever get there now. Yesterday was the Bucks' chance to be Sharks. Eat the wounded prey that was already covered in blood. And they let them go. This just proves that Milwaukee does not have the killer instinct to finish off the Nets. And that sucks. Because Milwaukee fans got to be pissed. You got a two-time MVP. Who just made first-team All-Pro unanimously again. And he can't even overtake a injured Nets team because he can't sink free throws. That's disappointing. That's disappointing. So we'll see what happens game six. But tonight we had two NBA playoff games with a lot of high stakes. A lot of high stakes. We got the Atlanta Hawks taking on the 76ers. Uh, Look, this is going to be one of those series where it's going to be contested. It's going to go back and forth. It's going to go back with everything. It, It really is. And I expect this to be a good game again. I expect Joel Embiid to have redemption. After missing that potential game-winning layup to bring it back to the Philadelphia 3-1, but now they're tied 2-2. I expect them, I expect Joel Embiid to have a big game. I expect Trey Young to keep doing his thing. I mean, he's the young he's the youngest playoff player in NBA history with for assist with 96. This dude is gonna be something. Trey Young is gonna be. A superstar in the league here very, very soon. Some people are already calling him. I have to see a little bit more, but I wouldn't doubt it. This dude just plays amazing lights out basketball. So 76ers Hawks should be a good one. Then we got the Clippers taking on the Jazz. Series is tied 2-2. Um, Kawhi, the big story of this one, though, is Kawhi will miss game five with a knee injury. And the rest of the series is sort of in doubt. I mean, this has to suck 
for Clippers fans. I mean, this has to... This has to blow. Like, this this has to suck. I mean, there's no way around it if you're a Clippers fan. This has to suck. Finally, the other LA team gets embarrassed in the playoffs. And yet, no one's going to talk about that because the Clippers, with all that talent, possibly might miss the Western Conference Finals again. And the, and the jokes are going to keep coming out. And the jokes will come out. Oh. You can't blame, uh, you can't play Doc Rivers. He ain't there no more. You're going to blame Tyron Lu? It is, to me, it's just one of those things where, <clears throat> as a Clippers fan everywhere, you know, I'm a Lakers fan, but I feel bad for Clippers fans, man, because they've been waiting for this moment for so long. They have been waiting for this moment so long. With Kai, Kai, we, uh, with Kawhi missing, man, I must be hungry. Kiwi, <laughs> with Kawhi missing, game five today, and possibly the rest of the series. Do they trust Paul George? Can they trust Patrick Beverly? I mean, remember the Utah Jazz are the number one seed for a reason. Getting number one in the West is a lot different than being number one in the East. Let's put it that way. And now if you're the Jazz, you have to finish this off in Los Angeles. You cannot bring it back to game seven. Even with Kawhi out. Even with Leonard out, you still can't fuck around and try to bring it to a game seven. You can't. They have to finish it off the next two games. The Jazz. They have to. And I don't think the Clippers are going to jeopardize Leonard enough to put him out there for the rest of the series with the banged up knee. Because what good is it going to do if you put rush him out there? And I get it. Everybody's being rushed. AD got rushed. James Harden got rushed. What good is it going to do? If you rush them, they re-aggravate it or whatever. And then you got to play the Suns, who are well-rested, by the way. Who are now very going to be very well rested. And now you have to play. You're a hobbled team playing against a refreshed Suns. Like, this is going to be the biggest decision of Tyron, Tyron Lu's life. Do you play him? Or do you not? Kawhi, the competitor, is going to say, I want to play. But if I'm Tyron Lu, I, th- I know it's another year. You just got hit with bad luck injuries. And I just never understood it. All the load management that these guys do and they're still getting hurt. I don't get it. I really don't get it. But, you know, with with Leonard missing game five today, it's going to be apparent. We're going to see where the Clippers are at. We're going to see how if Utah has that killer instinct as well. So, I mean, this is going to be an interesting game. It's time for playoff George to become playoff P again. And the Jazz just need to take advantage of the opportunity that was given to them. Not to sound messed up, but it's an opportunity. So, we'll see. And in breaking NBA news today, Chris Paul, the point guard for the Phoenix Suns, who's had an amazing playoff run, has entered NBA's health and safety protocol. So, 
they're saying he's out indefinitely because of the COVID-19 protocol. He's out indefinitely. But I believe he is vaccinated. And I think there's going to be, I think there's different rules for people that are vaccinated and everything. I, th- I just think that they want to play it safe. He's out. Not a big deal. His team's not even going to play. So everybody just chill out, go home, whatever it is he's got to do. I think, he, I don't think he's going to miss the Western Cup. It, it would behoove the NBA for him not to miss the Western Conference Finals. It would behoove them. Not to miss it. So I think he'll be back before game one. I think they just want to play it safe. And that's good. It's all about safety for the league and it's all about safety for the players. So it's all good. It's all good. So I don't I don't think it's a big deal. I just think it's a shocker that it happened to him. Being that he's the president for the players and that he was one of the very strong advocates for vaccinations and everything and you know to player safety, which is his job, which is good. It's just a shock that it happened to him, and but I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be back before game one. And besides, it, even if the Clippers-Jazz were to go at game seven, that's still enough time for him to come back for game one. I don't. If the NBA has to make Chris Paul sit out the Western Conference Final, believe me, Adam Silver is going to go from one of the stupidest commissioners in the professional world to the most hated. And I'm pretty sure he'd rather be stupid than hated. So we'll see how that goes. Let's move on to some NHL playoffs. The Tampa Bay Lightning respond game two against the New York Islanders, taking a commanding win, 4-2, to two, tying even up the series one game apiece. Uh, yeah, I mentioned this a couple of days ago. I don't think Tampa Bay will do the same mistakes twice. They looked more tightened up, more self-disciplined. The Islanders play their game, but Tampa Bay Lightning on their great day, no, even, they can't beat them. They can't beat them. Even on the Islanders' good day, they can't beat a great Tampa Bay Lightning team. And that's what it looked like game two. So, But I will give the New York Islanders credit for taking one game away at home at Tampa Bay. Now they get to go to New York. You know, try to take a commanding lead there. You know, try to finish them off there. Trust me, all the pressure is on Tampa Bay in this series because there are a lot of fans around the NHL that kind of call Tampa Bay a fluke. They are a great team. I am not calling them a fluke. It's just the consensus around the NHL think they're a fluke. If you ask any fan, any true NHL fan, they will tell you that the Tampa Bay Lightning are flukes they're cheats because of the salary cap and i keep saying it you know nhl all these all these other teams that don't have a hard cap they need a hard cap because we wouldn't be in situations like this so for me it it was just a great game i think the tampa bay lightning showed who they were yesterday i think they just showed that they are a solid team now new york they're getting a lot of support everywhere they are getting a lot of support everywhere. The Islanders are like the fan favorites. We all know Tampa Bay Lightning is favorite to win, but the fans want the Islanders to just knock them out. And it's going to be for a great series. It's going to be a good for a good run, I believe. So 
we'll see what happens in game three. But yeah, Tampa Bay took command of this one. They look self-disciplined. They look like their old selves. They look like they were ready to rock and roll. So nothing too crazy there. So we'll see what happens in game three. And then game two tonight, Montreal versus uh, Las Vegas. Game two, Las Vegas has a one to nothing game lead. Uh, we'll see if maybe that was just travel fatigue for Montreal. Let's see if Montreal could come back and play the way um, the way they did this rest of the series up in Canada. But if they come out sluggish again, if they come out slow again, then at this point it's not travel fatigue. It's just they're old. <laughs> they're old, and Las Vegas is a young spring chicken. You know, because four to one to score four goals on Casey Price, one of the greatest NHL goaltenders in playoff history. I hope they kept the puck because it does not happen very often that he gives up four goals in a playoff series. So it's just one of those things. It is just one of those things where we'll see if Montreal can come back. They need to make this a game. If Las Vegas sweeps Montreal then it was all for nothing for Montreal. All the all the offseason additions, all the you know veteran leadership that they have, it was all for nothing. They need to win game two. And for the first time, there is no pressure on Las Vegas other than they just need to win. That's all the pressure that they have, just win the series out, which they are favored to do anyway. But I think everybody was expecting a seven-game series, but the way game one looked... It just looked like a bad game. Now, Las Vegas had a terrible game one against Colorado last series. They lost 7-1. So Montreal's not out of it. It's just if Montreal comes out looking sluggish and they keep making the same mistakes and they can't shift fast enough like Las Vegas can, then I don't know. I hate to break it to them. I don't think with travel fatigue, it wouldn't have mattered. So, Or without travel fatigue, it wouldn't have mattered. So... Now, granted, Las Vegas has to go to Canada too, but it's the same distance, so we'll see what happens there. So, game two tonight at T-Mobile Arena, Montreal versus Las Vegas should be uh, should be exciting, should be fun. We'll see how this game goes for the uh, rest of the way. And we actually do have a couple breaking news right now. The first one, the MLB has initiated. A 10-game suspension if any pitcher uses substance uh, to increase their pitching ability. So, again, the MLB is trying to do right, but they're doing it right the wrong way. They're doing it right the wrong way. 10 games. That's what, two starts, three starts maybe for a starting pitcher for a pitcher? Really? 10 games for enhanced substance. So you're going to punish the people that use substance and cheaters, as you like to call them. But the none of the Astros get suspended. All they got to do is an apology and they get zero game suspension. But hey, just like the commissioner uh, said, it's just another trophy. It's just another... When you have the old commissioner bagging on the championship for the league that he's covering, 
That should tell you everything you need to know about the MLB. Bud C League is a joke. It, what a joke, man. And two news coming out of the NBA. So the first one, the NBA committee, uh, players committee and the NBA committee themselves, they are going to look into uh, flopping this offseason. So I guess they're going to deliver some harsh penalties for flopping, which is good. I think it's good. You know, these soft calls that these players are getting nowadays, I think it's good. And the theatrics of it. I mean, if I wanted to watch theatric injuries, I would rather watch uh, soccer or, as I like to call it, uh, WWE. I'd rather watch that. But that's good that the NBA committee is looking towards into this. And we just had another breaking news. Uh, Steve Van- Stan Van Gundy has officially been fired and is officially out of the head coach of New Orleans. So now a name, an interesting name has popped up if this were to happen. So Jason Kidd has already put it out there that he does not want to be the next head coach of Portland. He loves Portland, but he does not want to be uh, taking on the next head coach of Portland. So Jason Kidd has named two possibilities of the next head coach. One is New Orleans. So now this opportunity arises. And the other one, the Orlando Magic. Me, as a Lakers fan, I'm just being selfish, and uh, I would say to Orlando and New Orleans, can you take Frank Vogel instead? Please, for the love of God, can you take Frank Vogel instead? Frank Vogel is the poor man version of Steve Kerr. The only difference is he didn't have all the talent around him to win the championship like Steve Kerr did all those years. So, Oh, what? Come on, don't give me that look. Anybody could have coached those that Golden State Warrior team. All they had to do, all all Steve Kerr had to do when it was when they were getting big and the Splash Brothers and this and that and they were winning championships, all he had to do was show up. He actually had to show up for team meetings, not the other way around. So don't give me that look. But as far as Jason Kidd goes, I hope he stays with the Lakers. I hope they just say, hey, you know what, Frank, it's enough of that. I hope they keep Jason Kidd. But if Jason Kidd deserves another opportunity, I think New Orleans, Orlando. I don't know why he didn't choose Portland. I, I found that kind of interesting. I found that kind of weird. But we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But, yes, yeah, Stan Van Gundy is out of uh, New Orleans head coach. So now New Orleans has an opening position as long as as well as Orlando and so many others. Celtics are probably looking into it as well. We'll see what the role of Brad Stevens expands. We'll see. But as far as I know, I mean, it was a good run for Zion. You know, he's learning the game, and now he just needs a coach to up his game, basically. How about his game a little bit? So we'll have more as that uh, story develops, and we'll see how it goes from there. But other than that, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. I want to thank each and every single one of you for giving me an opportunity to t- uh, speak my pl- on my platform. I know I always say this, but there are only 24 hours in a day. So for you guys to give me three hours of your time, I really do appreciate it. It warms my heart to know that you guys click on the links, you guys like the pages, everything. I always appreciate the support and I can't thank you guys enough. And just know, guys... We are halfway there through the week, so keep pushing, 
chase, as I always say, you know, chase whatever you want to chase, whether it's money, your dreams, chase it. But don't let nobody tell you that you can't do it. Don't let nobody stop you that you cannot do what you want to do in life. So whatever it is that you want to do and you have a passion about, do it and do not lose that passion for what you want to do. <clears throat> so until next time, we will talk, we'll get you guys tomorrow. We will see how the uh, the games turn out tonight. We'll have more news of the NBA and NHL playoffs. The Gold Cup is about to start here pretty soon. And actually, one more breaking news. The Lopez fight got pushed back to August because somebody in Lopez's camp got caught with COVID. So now they have to push that fight all the way back to August. It was supposed to be this week, but now... It is August, so that's a bummer. Uh, it's, it sounded like a good fight, but now they got to push it back a couple months. What a shame. What a shame. But other than that, guys, I want you all to have a wonderful day today. We're halfway there through the week. You know, finish strong. Do whatever it is you got to do, but finish strong. Take care, everybody.